Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and kicks Danny's ass for every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind, and give us a rating on whatever podcast app you're using. And with that, today's episode is about Defenders Season Only, Episode 16, Ashes Ashes. Original air date, August 18th, 2017. And as a reminder of what happened in this episode, here's a quick rundown. The leadership of the Hand is at odds with each other. Now that Sawande is dead, they don't like that they can all die just whatever a stray sword gets swung around. The Black Sky wakes up in Matt's apartment after having a dream slash memory about her time with him. She goes to the Electra's uh, burial site, where Alexandra explains a bit more about her past as Electra, then tells her, uh, the Black Sky, that they uh, need to find what's essentially a super serum that brings people back to life. The defenders of New York learn that the Iron Fist is a key, and the Hand needs to use him for something. They're not sure about that yet. Anyway, they decide to keep Danny out of things until they can stop the hand. Danny doesn't like that, so the team knocks him out and takes him somewhere hidden, which apparently is in, like, the next room over from where they already were. (laughs) Matt and Jessica venture out to investigate the hand and start at John Raymond's house and speak with his daughter, where they find the plans to the building for Midland Circle. They assume he planned to blow up the building and fill the hole underneath. Stick has a bright idea. To keep the hand away from the Iron Fist, he tries to kill Danny, but it's okay, because he gets saved by the Black Sky. Uh, she kills Stick, knocks out the rest of the, the defenders, and takes Danny. Danny wakes up, and Alexandra explains that they want to return to Kunlun. Uh, then they can cart him off, and he goes away to the other room. Uh, during this time, Alexandra tells the Black Sky to kill the rest of the defenders, which she doesn't like. So she kills Alexandra, reassumes her identity as Electra, and takes over the hand. <gasps> my goodness yeah yeah all right um moving on to our fast facts on your left uh-huh on my left got it Stop. damn it jesus you are fast stay away look i don't want to hurt you you didn't see that coming what you got al not a thing all right <laughs> uh start with the title Ashes, Ashes, which as I believe is a reference to the classic uh, 1662 hit, Ring Around the Rosie. Um, I mean, Ashes, Ashes, we all fall down. They're going to, like, Raymond was planning to take down the building. Um, Electric chops uh, her down. It's about disease, and then the disease is killing Alexandra. I'm kind of stretching, but that's all I could think of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the only thing I would would have been able to think of from that one was the, the fact that anyone in the hand can fall down now; they can die. That's mm, but yeah, that's true. You 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 got more things there. All right, that works. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and um, a stick burns incense, which will result in ashes. Ashes. <laughs> yeah, because right after that, Luke Cage falls down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, uh, when Jessica and Matt are talking to uh, Raymond's daughter, uh, Matt goes and sits down and plays the theme, starts playing the theme to the Defenders on the piano. Which <laughs> I didn't... 
Matt, who hasn't played in a very long time, I don't know anything about music. He hasn't played in a long time. It makes me think that that is not a hard song. <laughs> I guess not. Or if it's like, like a practice thing, like he he he's just so used to doing that. Mm-hmm. And then finally, Electra finally uses her size that she uses in the comics. She's been staring at them, side-eyeing them for like at least three times in the series. <laughs> and she finally picks them up. Yeah, I guess I never thought about it. She didn't use them as Electra, right? She never used Mm-mm. any kind of... I guess she used a sword. Uh, but yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got a few superhero landings in here. Oh, okay. Uh, Super landing 102 is Matt doing a random flip while fighting Danny. And 103 is Danny doing a random flip while fighting Matt. <laughs> Within like 30 <laughs> seconds of each other. They just do flips. Not even hit each other. They just do flips in Superhero Land to show how hero-y they are. And then um, number 104 was Electra with Danny on her back going through a window onto a car. Which I think is pr- the most epic Superhero Landing we've had in a while. <laughs> that's true yeah <laughs> <laughs> alright that's all I have for our easter eggs so moving on to our heroes it is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero I never said you were a superhero didn't Mm-mm. well good because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic I saw you you're a hero a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But. It's too late for heroes. Heroes, your word, not mine. All right. Um, do you have any preference how to go through this? Not really. We'll just start with um, their decision with Danny, I guess. Okay, um, yeah, it sounds good at the beginning of the episode where they're all yeah. realizing that they need to do something about Danny and then the fight breaks out and all of that. Mm-hmm. So, Al, you've seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer, right? Yeah, love the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, who does fandom consider the most annoying character? Yeah, Buffy's little sister Dawn, obviously. Oh, yes, I completely forgot about her, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> the the last time I wanted to watch rewatch through the show, I stopped um like two or three episodes after Don showed up. So I completely forgot about her. It, it had nothing That's to do with her being in the show. I just that just happened to be when I stopped. <laughs> um do you remember then the plot around Don? Yeah, she was uh the key and mm-hmm. uh and then... someone had like they she was made out of part of Buffy to for something or other. Yeah. Sorry, spoilers yeah. for Buffy season. What is that? Five? Five. All right. Yeah. So she's the key. Who's the most annoying character in the Defenders? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Danny. Ah, uh, you're right. Yeah. Yep. So. And they're trying to get into a pit. I think New York's a hellmouth. And mm. she's the key to open up the helm, or he's the key to open up the hellmouth. And like we we already have a devil on the team, so <laughs> it makes a so, lot of sense. It it really does. So two things: one, I'm sure there are a lot of people who would have said that New York is a hellmouth before you even uh, brought all oh, this oh, evidence. Yeah. 
toward it. Yeah. <laughs> and second, there's actually one other thing uh, that I remember uh, about this show that relates to uh, Buffy and, you know, that season five plot line, but I'm not going to bring it up until okay. later. So I'll hopefully remember that. You know, I'm going to write down a note so that I bring that up. You do that. Um, but the important, the real question is, is Dawn an Iron Fist? <laughs> Ooh, wasn't she like some energy being or, or something to that effect? I, I don't Which actually means remember what she was. she's made out of chi? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, were dragons involved? A dragon... They open up the portal at the end of the season. Again, spoilers for Buffy. Uh, and a dragon flies out of it, right? <laughs> or is that Angel I'm thinking of? I think that might be Angel. Uh, during the series finale of Angel, a dragon shows up during like the last 10 seconds. Okay, that was Angel. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that means dragons exist in the universe, so yes, dragon was involved. Okay. All right, that 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 works for me. Yes, okay. <laughs> yep. So, Danny is Dawn. We obviously have to cast the rest of them as characters in Buffy now. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Uh, Jessica. I mean, you'd think she'd be Buffy because of super strength, but I think she's actually Faith because she's rude. <laughs> Is a nice yeah. way to say it. <laughs> yeah, faith, faith makes a lot of sense. I mean, I I feel like we have to say that Matt is Buffy because of the whole being a leader, yeah, of the group kind of thing. Like that's that's the where I was going with that. Um, mm-hmm. um I mean, Stick is obviously Giles. Mm-hmm. He's old. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that makes Luke probably. Willow because there's no black people in Buffy. That's true. Uh, and we have no Xander, I guess, right? Well, you don't need a Xander. <laughs> That's true. We don't. <laughs> I mean, there was one. There was Kendra, but she got killed. So I'm trying to think of black people in Buffy and the principal in season seven. I think he survived. <laughs> Whatever. Don't it was a remember? '90s show. They had problems with race. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. We don't. Yeah. We don't need to go with any more characters. Honestly, like we don't Foggy need to do Xander. any guys in the chair. <laughs> yeah, Foggy would be Xander. There we go. Yeah, that's that's a perfect one to one. Try to think. I'm just I'm just trying to cast Spike, and then I'm done. <laughs> uh, if you're trying to cast Spike, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, I mean, if you want to say the oh. Punisher would be the closest I can think of, but he's not even I, in this show. I would say Colleen because she started off as a member of the Hand and became a good guy. Where Spike was an evil vampire and became an ally vampire. Okay, that works. Yeah, All I right. like it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Danny, like Danny does, overreacts when <laughs> they say they want to take him out of the fight. Um, and like if you look at the, uh, God, I can't remember the actors, um, who plays Danny. But if you look at him, he's actually like on the edge of tears when they're just talking about this. <laughs> yeah which i assume is good skill of acting for yeah. for the actor mm-hmm. yeah i mean i feel like that's how danny would react <laughs> yeah un- unfortunately right like it's <laughs> like like if he was smarter um 
he would agree with them. Sorry. So I have this note here for Danny um, and I don't know where it belongs. It probably belongs here, but it's mm-hmm. uh, Danny being an idiot. I mean, yes. That's it. That's all I have written down. Um, so it's I mean, probably that could be this, the entire, yeah. this entire series and the previous Iron Fist series. And, I mean, probably a good chunk of the next Iron Fist season. So. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say the we'll whole see. thing, yeah. but a good chunk. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's pretend that that line is for, for this scene. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, he decides yeah. to fight everybody, which is him being an idiot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Matt and Danny decide to fight, and you know, I I watched the scene a couple weeks ago. I think I talked about it on the podcast, or maybe we were just talking about it beforehand. It was nice seeing Danny get his ass kicked. Um, <laughs> even you know it's so much. Okay, so obviously Matt and Danny fight, right? And we kind of go uh-huh. back and forth. I don't think Luke really does anything. He tries to a few times and fails. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I guess you're right. I, I, I remember. Yeah, so I think Luke jumps in at the mm-hmm. end of the fight, and uh, Jessica's the one who like breaks it yeah. up, and then Jessica also knocks out Danny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but really, the one person who kicks um Danny's ass more than anyone else is Danny. Uh, the iron he uses his iron for his power and knocks everybody down, including him. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so, he, so does that mean he doesn't? He still doesn't have control over the fist. Is that it? Like he used too much power? Yeah, I guess. I mean, we see throughout the rest of it that it takes him a while to get his chi back up. So he doesn't. He's at a worse spot than he was previously. Like at the end of the last season. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Or we could just say his fist lights up whenever the writers need it to. <laughs> uh, I mean, that seems a bit more likely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought they took him to another place in the city, but apparently they just took him to the next room. Yeah, exactly. This entire episode, I was thinking that. And then at the end, we find out that he was just somewhere else in, in that same building. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh well. I mean, it makes sense. You're moving around an unconscious body. I, like I know, like you know, they, first they have to find another abandoned building, uh, and then they have to make sure that it actually is abandoned. There isn't like you know a, a bunch of people just there for whatever reason. It's got to be close enough. It it makes sense. They you know get him somewhere, tie him up. All right. Yeah. I mean, do you want to keep on Danny and everything that happens there? <laughs> Yeah, we might as well. It's it's all pretty localized, so yeah. let's go with that. So uh, they tie Danny up in a way that he can't just like use his strength to get out of it, which mm-hmm. doesn't work well for Dan. Or I mean, it works very well because Danny only knows how to use his strength. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. If he knew anything about uh, tying knots, too bad they didn't teach that in uh, in Kunlun when he was growing up. Um, I mean, you think they would, honestly. Yeah, exactly. Um, maybe he skipped over that. Maybe he didn't get the badge. Uh, I'm imagining Kunlan is very similar to the Scouts. Um, he, he gets a bunch of badges, and he just never got the rope badge. Yeah, or or it's like they're very uh, 
age level. Like, he showed up there when he was, like, 10, right? You learned how to tie knots when you were 8. He never got that, so he just never learned how to tie knots. Uh, uh, that makes if, more sense. If you notice, all his shoes slip on or Velcro. <laughs> I, I mean, he, he should have learned that one before. <laughs> nope. There. He, was a, he was a billionaire. He had someone to tie his shoes for him. All right, that's true. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I did think about that right after I said it. I was like, no, he just he forgot everything. Okay, all right. Well, oh, okay. You know that actually that makes a lot of sense because he keeps saying that the hand took everything from him. <laughs> um, and I guess after his parents died, he just forgot a lot of stuff, including how to tie shoes. Yep. I mean, he forgot everything except for how that second generation iPod works. <laughs> Yep, that's right. Even though we couldn't use it for a decade, two decades. No, 15 years? All right, one and a half decades. So um, Danny and Luke bond over a pain, the pain they've experienced. You know, uh, Luke putting his hand in the molten heart of a dragon, which, (laughs) did he go in through the mouth? Or uh, he punched through the chest, right? Honestly. I think that's what what he how he described it in, or at least implied that that's how yeah. that that worked. So, did the dragon give him the tattoo before or afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a little weird. Like, it, it makes it seem like like he killed the dragon in order to get the iron fist. But every iron fist has to go through this trial. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe it's not a real dragon. Maybe it just looks like a dragon. Maybe. I mean, I wouldn't put it past Danny. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be like magic, and it looks like a dragon. Uh, I mean, in the comics, it is a real dragon, I assume, right? Well, yeah. Maybe, maybe the dragon has magic power to like let you punch into its heart, and that's how he transfers the Iron Fist power to you. But it's not really like the heart; it's just it's just like a molten belly. Yeah, I mean, my thinking was like I mentioned this last week, where he hugged the dragon. I thought the dragon was like. You know, the Care Bears have a symbol of whatever they are. It's a dragon with a symbol of a dragon on his chest, and he had to hug the dragon, and it burns the tattoo onto him. <laughs> Maybe, well, that could be step two. Step yeah. one, punch the dragon. Step well, two, yeah. hug it. To make you gotta better. make amends. Yeah, They're like, um, what are those uh, sweet tarts? Um, those commercials. Whereas, like, those little gummy things are rude, are mean, and then they're cute. They're, they're Oh, first... Uh, first they're sour, then they're sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's how the dragon is. Or that's how Danny is to the dragon. <laughs> yeah, they, they told him to just go in and hug the dragon, but he wasn't paying attention again. So he was like, ah, a dragon, punch. And then like, ah, oh, no. And the dragon was like, nah, man, you're just supposed to hug me. Like, oh, okay. Then they well, him. I bet the dragon was supposed to teach him how to use his iron fist. And since he was rude and punched him at first, he didn't get the lessons. <laughs> He that didn't know he could sense. open his hand. <laughs> he didn't know he could use the fist on both hands. He didn't know he could heal. Mm-hmm. All of that mm-hmm. stuff. Well, that's the pain that Danny went through. The pain that Luke went through was he shot. He got shotgunned in the face and got a rocket launcher in the face, and he dated Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, uh, Luke has been through more stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they're, they're slowly becoming best friends, possible future heroes for hire. Um, even though one doesn't want to be hired and the other one's already a billionaire, but nonetheless. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's possible. No one knows what the future holds. No. Yep. Not even us. Um. So then we get a little uh, uh, stick. Does some incense and then uh knocks Luke out to kill Danny to keep the him out of the hands um hands I guess. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's um. So I, I'm trying to think about about Stick's plan here. Now, on one hand, it makes sense mm. that you would get rid of the Iron Fist until the next Iron Fist shows up. Yeah. Um, you also don't know when that's going to be. Um, Stick is the last of the chased. Um, in this episode, we do find out that Kunlun is still around somewhere. I yeah, if it's you hidden, I forget what the they hand. said. That's true. Uh, well, I mean, it does make sense because they want to go back there. So, so they, it, it feels right that that that's what's going I mean, on. They wouldn't have uh, destroyed it if they want to go back there. Yeah, they just killed all the people. Because unlike Asgard, Kunlun is a place and not as people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it's a physical location. Yes. Um, well, they probably just killed the people. Oh, I wonder if they killed the people around it, mm-hmm. and then the people inside pressed the button, and then they like left. They teleported away or something. That makes me wonder: Does Danny not know that Kunlun can go to other realms or realities, dimensions? However you say it. Um, I guess no. No, he doesn't <laughs> know that. He his in his mind, it can only transfer to where it normally is and then every 15 years or whatever it is it can come back to our dimension to midgard (laughs) and then then back and forth yeah (laughs) i mean i i should uh, stop asking like does danny know because any (laughs) question that starts with does danny know the answer is always no (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) yeah that's right Mm -hmm. (laughs) so Uh, Anyway, going back to what I was originally saying about uh, about Stick's plan there to to kill Danny, um, I mean it, it. I I guess on one hand, that's implying that there may never be an Iron Fist again. No, I guess no. I there there could be an Iron Fist again. We we just don't know how long it would be. Um, Stick does not know that the hand are out of their. Um, resurrection goo, their serum. So, um, I mean, if he knew that, then this would have been the perfect plan for him because then you just have to outlive um, (laughs) the rest of the hand, honestly. Well, I mean, yeah, except for you, if you know they're out of resurrection goo, this is the time to get the defenders and go full force against the hand because (laughs) you kill them, they're finally dead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but that doesn't happen. Um, yeah, but he doesn't uh, kill Danny because Electra shows up. Oh, question about Stick's plan. I forgot this. Yeah. Why did he wait so long to do it? <laughs> Maybe he was trying to think of another way around. Maybe he, he wanted to give the benefit of the doubt. That doesn't seem like a very Stick thing to do. You're right. He he jumps the gun there. Um, yeah. 
maybe it took him a long time to make the thing that would knock out Luke because he knows he can't take Luke. Mm-hmm. And that's all I've got. Then again, he could have just asked Luke to to go out and get something or other. Uh, yeah. And then Stick could have just done it. Like He and, didn't need and, to knock Luke, Luke out. Can you? Well, I mean, do you think maybe Stick, does Stick care about dying? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm sure to a degree, right? Oh. He, he, I think he's, he hates the hand. And so if he dies, he can't keep fighting the hand. Uh, and also, you know, people in general don't want to die. So well, yeah. I'm assuming if you combine both of those, then yeah. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if Luke would kill, um, stick, but he would severely injure him. Yeah. I, I'd go with that one. Yeah. Yeah, well, Stick doesn't kill Danny because Electra shows up and fights Stick mm-hmm. and kills him, right? Yeah, that's that's what it seems like. Um, I mean, she she just stabs him, so but but yeah. they never like say it definitively. So we'll probably find out at the beginning of next week's episode that mm-hmm. that's what exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then she escapes. Well, uh, Matt and Jessica show up from the thing we're going to talk about next. Uh, so I have this written down that Matt gets there and she remembers him fully right before she kills Stick and fights Jessica, knocking her out, and then she knocks out Luke. Mm-hmm. I can't remember because I watched this a couple days ago. Does Matt just stand there the whole time as he's? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he does. He does get knocked out too. Okay, I, I vaguely remember everyone getting knocked out. Okay, that's fair. Well, except Luke because he was already knocked out. But yeah. No, I mean, Luke was, like, half-conscious. Well, either way. Oh, then I missed that. Okay, then. Oh, man, he woke up just to be knocked out again. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man, that sucks. And then she takes Danny and jumps out the window, but we'll talk about that later. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to rewind. Hey. (laughs) Back to Matt and Jessica stuff. Um... So Matt goes to his apartment. He notices that his Electra funeral trading card is missing. Um. Yeah, so he's suspicious, but you know, not suspicious enough to actually say anything or do anything. Um. And they go meet uh. Raymond's daughter, or actually, he was going. They were going to the wife, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just wanted some more information, at least. I mean, they, you know, this is really just fact-finding mission, right? They mm-hmm. have no idea what they don't know, so they gotta, gotta look around and find out. Yeah, I mean, Matt, well, no, he's not lucky, he's smart. I was gonna say he was lucky he decided to play the piano, but it's because the daughter said that he had, uh, Raymond had stopped playing the piano. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that he would just sit there. For a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if it wasn't for these guys, no one would know that he was a domestic terrorist until like they tuned up the piano or later. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the, those plans didn't have the the fact that he was going to bomb it on there, right? Like it, it was just the plans for the building. Didn't have the spots where he was going to put the C four. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. Okay, yeah. never mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they yeah, already they that knew that quick. he was a domestic terrorist. Um, All right. No. 
the FBI or Homeland Security or the NYPD didn't search the house? I guess not. Huh. <laughs> yeah, you, you would think they would do that, to, you know, yeah. considering how much C4 they found yeah. in that apartment. See, like, wife probably on a list of possible collaborators. Mm-hmm. Tear that yeah. place apart. Probably maybe still a crime scene at this point because it's only been like two days or a day. Uh, it's been a couple of days. Um, Claire said in last week's episode when uh, Luke went to go pick up Claire, Claire had said something, blah, blah, blah. Um, aren't you glad I introduced you to Danny a few days ago? Okay. Yeah. It's been a couple of days, but still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the episode feel like it's only been one day uh, that was the yeah. day before but yeah nope Ugh. hate it when they do this mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so yeah um weird move on jessica's part to be like um i'm going to tell you the story of the life story of the guy sitting next to me even though there's no way I should know the story unless I'm revealing to him that I've been reading up on his history. Yeah. Also, where did she read up on that? How did she find that info out? I mean, I'm sure there's records, uh, like news stories or something about what happened to Badlin Mac. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Badlin Jack? Jack. And like, not Matt, Badlin Matt Murdock, because that's <laughs> this guy. Yeah, Badlin Jack <laughs> yeah. Murdock. I mean, I'm sure with a little digging, being a private eye, she can easily find out his like history. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I guess it's it's the 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 big one for me was no was uh, him later finding out that his dad like um died because he didn't want to throw the match because mm-hmm. that I, I feel like that was the the less public part. Like maybe she, yeah. I guess she probably could have gotten that from Father Lantum. She could have like looked into that and talked to him. Yeah, talked to him, or I mean, just extrapolated. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. I mean, it's not like was his murderer ever caught? It's not like the two thousand three movie when it was Kingpin who killed him. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I guess not. I, I, I don't remember from as far as this this show goes, but I, I don't think so. Interesting. I bet maybe. Um, well, I bet Daredevil beat them up like as they were old men after he got <laughs> trained. 20 years later. Yeah. Now. Now those guys are at best in their 40s. Yeah. OK. I, yeah. I mean, it sounds like something that Bruce Wayne would do. And we know that. Daredevil is essentially Bruce Wayne, but without uh, money or one of his senses. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. It's like, just apply the Bruce Wayne test to this. Okay. <laughs> what, would he do it? Um, yeah. <laughs> the answer is yes for anything with uh, comic books, because that, in a long enough time span, he's done everything. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right um anything else for heroes i don't really have anything else 
Yeah, there's too much. Oh, I did actually want to go back um, one step a little bit. Um, so right. back when Matt and Jessica stopped by Matt's apartment to you know pick up a few oh, yeah. things or, or whatever. He gets his um, card. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Card. <laughs> uh, so Jessica had to bring up the point like, hey, how do you afford this place? This is huge. Mm-hmm. And so Matt has to give the exact same answer. You know, what, what we found out in early in season one, that uh, there's a very bright neon sign across the street that uh, will keep people up at night. And Jessica also forgets that blinds exist. Yes. Yes, she does. Okay. Also, we get a new piece of information that was, um, he also helps out the, uh, landlord sometimes. Um, do you think he helps out the landlord by like, with legal advice and legal work, which means the landlord is probably trying to scam people a little bit. Or is he roughing people up as their devil for the landlord? <laughs> uh, I don't think he's roughing people up. Because, uh, okay. I, I mean, he uh, was it Jessica, like kind of called him out on that and like, oh, he was joking. OK, like mm. they, they acknowledge that, that that part was a joke. OK, although is he actually helping legal advice uh he might be i mean maybe the landlord is getting like pushed over by i don't know other companies or like warranties warranty companies or or whatever insurance in some way that could be it and maybe he's helping there when possible Uh, i'd believe that yeah i mean he has to because also as a pro bono lawyer he's not having almost any money come in yeah exactly uh I mean, maybe now he's making some money, but for years, year, I don't remember how long Nelson Murder were around. <laughs> um, but yeah, for a long time, he mm-hmm. did not have any, any money. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know how Daredevil or Danny or who am I talking about? Matt lives at <laughs> all in New York, even with that um, place that in this reality that has no blinds. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, now his apartment doesn't have any blinds. Um, his bedroom does. Wait a oh. minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jessica has blinds. His bedroom has curtains or something. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he brings ladies over. At least carrying an Electra. <laughs> That's right. Uh. I mean, my theory for a second, until you mentioned that, I was like, maybe blinds don't exist in the MCU. Um Whenever, like, Tony wants blinds shut, he has to do the barn door protocol and, like, shut down the entire base or house. <laughs> so when he wants to sleep in on, like, a, a Saturday or something, he just, he has to activate it before going to bed. Yep. And then he reactivate it when he, he gets up at, like, 10 a.m. Accurate. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> All right. Actually, if you think back to Iron Man 1... Um, like the windows like lighten up through other technology, not through blinds. <laughs> <laughs> so in the MCU, uh, blinds technology has moved past a physical thing there to block light, and it's just built into the windows. And so in the MCU, every everyone has it. It's just like like you just assume people have that, like or, you assume people have a smartphone. No, it's like um in Futurama. Uh, the technology for the wheel has been lost. 
here the technology for the blind has been lost. So they have stuff more advanced that can be used as a blind, but the actual technology for blinds does not exist. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. Okay. I mean, I think we've stretched our discussion about the heroes as far as we can go. <laughs> mm-hmm. That sounds good. All right, uh, let's move on. Let's take a quick uh, break for an ad, and then we'll mm-hmm. move on to the villains. Welcome to Baston Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the chair. Tony, in this episode, we found out that the Iron Fist is the key. Do you know what's better than a uh, what is a better key than an Iron Fist? An actual key. Exactly. A real key with <laughs> pins and you turn it and even maybe made of iron. But even better than that are the keys Edlocks from Sir Lotso Keys. Sir Lotso Keys makes the best keys. And I'm not saying that because he paid us. He threatened us with facts. Every single lock from Sir Lotso Keys is guaranteed to be absolutely unique with over 10 billion possible combinations. And the keys are just as secure. In addition to the locks requiring the right key, they also require the right Bluetooth signal coming from that very same key. So the next time you need to secure an underground building for thousands of years, use a lock and key combination from Sir Lotso Keys. Use promo code MCU Rewind to get a regular key also, uh, so that it just reminds you of how much of a trash idea normal keys are. Funny thing my dad told me. Uh, when mm-hmm. he was a teenager, uh, he had a Ford, and his dad had a Ford, and they had the same uh, key for both cars randomly. Like huh. the combination, yeah. Which the odds of that is extremely small. Even smaller if you had lots of key. <laughs> Yeah, uh, exactly. Um, I mean, that's pulling up just any random key that I have right here on my desk, and yeah, I, I am curious what the how many possible combinations exist for uh, for for a key, especially for a car key, because it's like up and down. Although I don't mm-hmm. know if back then it was it was yeah, like I don't, I don't know. know when car keys became like both the top and the bottom. Yeah, I don't know either. That was the seventies or early eight. Well. My dad turned 18 in 1980, so... Or late 70s, early 80s. Okay, so yeah. Yeah, Yeah, very unlikely. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, he just... They they just had bad locks back then, um, and it didn't... Maybe any Ford key would unlock it. Yeah. I mean, that'd be great security. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of companies do that. Not car companies, but a lot of companies do that. It's real annoying. Like... Uh, as someone who works technology at the school I work at, all our computer carts, same brand, all use the same key. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's not. Unusual. I mean, there, there's so many defaults. Um, uh, you know, like those those badges. Like if you, if you need to like badge into to some place, mm-hmm. um, whenever those things get shipped out, uh, they help. They all have like from the same company. They have like the default key to like just get passed in so um you well, yes, can make that, a that's like electronic keys but the computers ha- are physical the computer cards are physical keys oh yeah yeah no i was just saying oh. like by, by default those kinds of things they have like a default and then you're oh. supposed to change it and a lot of places don't change it so you can make a master key for that 
Um, but yeah, same thing, like anything with keys where you're relying on on people to remember. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Physical, physical security is just, just bad in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, guess we'll talk about people who break through security, the hand, and their villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Anytime, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Kill Luke Cage. Kill Jessica Jones. And the devil of Hell's Kitchen, whoever he is. His name is Matthew. And my name is Electra Nachos. You work for me now. I don't know, that was a bad segue but <laughs> we do don't want practice to start that skill a lot the, no, we the, don't. the whole segue thing like we we should uh anyway you, you um, know who i don't like the first person who pointed out that he was making a segue because you can't make a segue now without pointing it out <laughs> you know who else you don't like who alexandra oh you're right mm-hmm. let's talk I, about her okay um she's not even pretending to, to be sad about sawande's death <laughs> no well okay they they did say and i don't remember if it was this episode or, or the previous weeks um that they i mean they've known each other for hundreds of years mm-hmm. and they've even fought each other like tried to kill each other so i don't think they care like if if all of the other members of the hand died i don't think any one of them would actually care i actually disagree oh okay you're alive for hundreds of years and mm-hmm. everyone around you dies, even though they're enemies, except for, like, these four other people. Even if they're enemies, even if they try to work, betray you or work against you, you still feel something, or you should still feel something for them, just because you have so much shared history. Yeah, that's a good point. There's, there's a, uh, there is a kinship. So, oh, similar to the Doctor and the Master. Exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. All right, all right, that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they she should be like, and they were like for now they were like allies. <laughs> they should she should at least like pay a little bit of lip service, saying, "Oh, it sucks that he's gone." All right, moving on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Say something like, "Hey, we will revenge his death" or something. They they can't say avenge because um, Tony Stark got all the rights to that. Oh, I'm sure he did. <laughs> <laughs> Or at least he tried. He he threw some lawyers at it, and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> That's when he learned uh, Coulson is still alive because Coulson had to show up and say, "No, uh, Shield technically owns the the phrase Avengers. It's not you." Uh, and then and that's it. Mm-hmm. Oh well, that's disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So yeah. So, uh, Murakami. Uh, just comes right out and says he's going to kill Alexandra. Like, it's nice to be that honest. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you're fed up after all this time, especially now when she just wasted the last of their resources, whatever that means. Um, I mean, I would have liked to see them fight. I'm sad that that's not what we got to see. I was curious. I mean, I don't know Sigourney Weaver if she's up for a real martial arts fight. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, or I mean, we saw version. exactly. Yeah, we we saw like a little bit in, like what the opening 
episode, maybe the second episode when when uh, Electra came back, but that was like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and I don't think that was like just two moves of a weakened, uh, half zombie. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that that wasn't fighting in any way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but luckily, right at that time, Electra comes in and says, "We have Danny." And uh, we get a little conversation between Danny and Alexandra, including her literally saying, you and I, we are not so different. <laughs> I mean, she switches up a little bit, but I can see through you, Alexandra. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she just she just had to bring that out. So I don't I, don't, I guess I don't fully understand. Um, I, maybe I don't remember the reasoning that she said. Why? Why is she not very different from? Danny, the Iron Because they both want to return to Kunlun. Oh, okay, that's it. So that makes them very similar as far as people. Okay, that, that yep. makes sense to no one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it makes sense in her mind. That they both considered Kunlun home? I don't think Danny considers it home. He left. He yeah, went he to his other home, New York. He, I, like In his mind, he's like, I'm going to deal with whoever killed my parents. Then I'm going to go back to Kunlun. That's what he thought in his mind. Eh, okay, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I guess. Yeah. She says, like you said, I think last week you mentioned that she knows that Kunlun was not destroyed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she brought it up here. Um, she said something. I, I, did she use the phrase pocket dimension or did I just make that up in my head? I think you made that up. I don't think that phrasing came up. All. all right, that sounds like a thing I would say. Okay, so but but she said they they know for a fact that it's not gone forever. They're just trying to get back to it. So yeah. okay. So was the uh, the battle or the aftermath of the battle that Colleen and Danny found in the end of season of of whatever we <laughs> season watch, one of season Iron one Fist. of Iron Fist? Um, was that just like them defending the past till it disappeared, or what that's... was that? <laughs> I guess that's what I'm thinking now. Like they they had someone there at the end edge of of the the border, um, and maybe from what we know, that's the only way in or out. Well, yeah, uh, physically. That is the so past it's that Danny should have been protecting. Mm-hmm, exactly. So, yeah, like I said earlier, maybe someone inside the city pressed a button and then they went away. It is a frozen donkey wheel. You have to um, push. Uh, to make it disappear. Same concept. E- either way, there, there's something they they did something. It was a manual effort, and then they're yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that would make sense if it was the frozen donkey wheel from Lost, because in Lost, I don't even think you watched that far, did you? Nope. I huh? have no idea what you're referencing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going spoilers for Lost. Now we already spoiled Buffy. <laughs> spoilers for Lost. In the finale of like season four or season five, I can't remember which. Um, like some of the people have escaped the island, but then you make sure no one finds the island. So I feel like Locke or Ben, one of the characters, goes to the center of the island, and there's a frozen place with. They call it a donkey wheel. It's like you tie an animal to it, and they walk, and that's like how they get. Uh, forge like have you ever seen the beginning of Pirates of the Caribbean? How the forge works with that donkey walking around? Oh yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, using animal labor to like move a, a heavy object essentially. Ex- 
Exactly. But the character okay. has to go in and do it himself. There's no donkey in there. And by spilling the wheel, it makes the island disappear. <laughs> and shifts okay. it through time. This was the end of season four, because season five is all about time travel. So... Wow, I am so glad I didn't get that far in that show. I would have. <laughs> you would have been I would so have mad. really hated it so even mad. more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Um, yeah, so that's what they do in Kunlun. It's really hard because it's frozen. The Iron Fist could just punch it and then teleport it right away. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Danny should have gone with them. Yes. But he didn't because he was gone. Okay. I really think you should watch like a final YouTube video or something explaining what happened in Lost. Because it gets a lot weirder than wherever you left off. Okay, maybe I'll do that. I, I think I could... Uh, and honestly, I didn't even finish season two of Lost. Like, I did not get far. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Now, thinking back about it, I might feel the same way I feel about this season of te- television. It might not be <laughs> as good as I remember. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, that's fair. That, that's why that's why you should never rewatch things you like. You just just let it be good in your memory. Mm-hmm. Or we can watch rewatch the entire MCU and talk about it on a podcast for yep. you know dozens of people to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we're up to dozens now. That's great. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> One and a half counts as like dozens, right? One and a half dozen is still mm-hmm. dozens. Right, yeah, cool. yeah, I think so. Um, 13 people (laughs) it's one and a fraction of dozens i mean that's a baker's dozen though ah fine 14 um back to the podcast (laughs) yes the podcast we're talking about villains right yes uh (laughs) kunlun's not destroyed Mm -hmm. uh she tells electra to prove that she's still a good person that she needs to kill jessica and luke and the devil of hell's kitchen whoever he is. And then Electra, um, not happy with that. She reveals Matt's <laughs> secret identity and murderizes Alexandra. You know, I didn't re- realize that, that yes, she does say his name is Matthew. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, all right. So now, now they can figure out. Yeah. Who, who he is. They're very, very easily, at least, you know, with all of the other puzzle pieces. Yeah, <laughs> Exactly. I don't know, for the show... Okay, we knew Luke Cage went downhill when they killed their primary villain, right? And brought the second villain. Do you think this show is going to get better or worse now that Alexandra's gone? Okay. Um, now, I, I, I do want to preface my answer by saying the very last thing I remembered about this show, like just listing things up in order... Um, was this Electra killing Alexandra? So I genuinely don't remember what else happens in the last two episodes of the series, but I think it's going to get better. Okay. Yeah. I remember I, when I say a couple things, literally two things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I think it's a lateral move because the fact that I don't remember it is worrying. <laughs> uh, I guess that's true. Um, I mean, I think there's just less stuff to happen. You know, Electra is a very action-oriented character. Yeah, Alexandra is a sit-back type of character. So I think we're just more stuff is going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's my assumption. We'll see. Yeah. Um. 
I think just like the show, I'm done with Alexandra. <laughs> Uh, Sammy, you know what? Actually, I have one other thing um, yeah. I, I'll bring up here because it's, it's mainly about her. Uh, I think there's a trope uh, with with old characters that that I really dislike. Uh, and by old, I mean, in this case, like hundreds of years old. Okay. Uh, we already saw it earlier where, you know, uh, she was talking to someone at the museum or whatever, the, the music hall. Um, and she was uh, Alexandra was talking about some composer like she knew them because she actually mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. Um, in this episode, we see her listening to records, like vinyl records. And, and why? I mean, hundreds of years of improving technology, and she stops there? She like it, If she goes another hundred years, is she still going to be listening to records? Is that it? Or will she digitize them? No. Or I improve think, the records? I like, think that's actually really consistent with human nature, though. Because, like... Older generations prefer their level of technology. Right. Um, well, okay. I mean, I know in 20 years, I am still going to have my collection of physical media, DVDs, Blu-rays, and I will still prefer them. Like right now, that media is dying, and I'm very sad about that, and I'm still looking for a good place to buy physical media. Um, I think you get set in your ways or you find something that you enjoy and you kind of stick with it. And that's been consistent with people who listen, who still listen to CDs nowadays, uh, older people or people who um, like who did records and aren't hipsters who think is retro. <laughs> okay. So, so what you're saying is in this scenario with Alexandra, um, the very first way to listen to music, to re- listen to recorded music was through those records and so she got used to that and then never upgraded in any way that's well, maybe not maybe not the first way but the one she got used to like okay. when we were kids our first way was cassette but like we got used to it with in the area of mp3 players and stuff like that okay that makes sense was was there any recorded audio before records uh phonographs um which sound terrible wax cylinders <laughs> Like even compared to records, they're bad. No, okay. I know right. that my grand my grandmother has a old Edison phonograph. Uh <laughs> that she has a few things that she got from her grandmother. Oh wow. And that's just like a family heirloom. And I only like cause it's kind of they're fragile. I've only listened to it played like twice in my life, but it's like really poor quality. But it was still better <laughs> than what they had hiring a band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, that makes sense. I'll, I guess I guess I'll take that. I'll uh, consider that one in the in the future when this definitely comes up again for some other character. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I'm done with Alexandra. We can talk about some other villain. I don't know if you have a preference. Um. No. I mean, I only have notes for Gao and Electra. Okay. Um, uh, let's talk about Electra. I guess Gao is probably uh, just limited on her yeah. her stuff that she did this episode. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. So she kind of like revels in her memories of matt and stuff like that mm-hmm. she has a memory of a, or a dream about memory with a good time with matthew and we might should have talked about this last week but we gonna talk about it now alexandra is not concerned at all that the black sky is just gone <laughs> i thought she was uh, but she just wasn't showing it to the others i mean like wouldn't she have like 
her people looking out for her. Like, yeah, she went to find her. She wasn't in her room. And then it didn't matter anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess I was thinking that if... Uh, if if she had sent people out, then the others, the other leaders of the hand, would have found out. Well, don't they have? They all have their own like little army. <laughs> I guess so. Do, do they have their own spies in the other armies? I'm sure they to do. know what the others doing. Yeah. Well, so, either so maybe it's something like that. Yeah. Either way, she goes to her grave, Electra, and then Alexander meets her and mm-hmm. um tells her kind of the truth. Daredevil let her die, which. I mean, I guess, <laughs> technically. It, yeah, after someone else, you know, did the stabbing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who stabbed her? Was it Nobu? I think it was Nobu. Okay, so it was, it was on that. Yeah, yeah, because it was on that rooftop during yeah. that, that, the end. Yeah, so oh, I'm yeah, sure and then Nobu it. fell and got up and Stick cut off his head. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only way to stop a zombie is to cut off his head or destroy the brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she um tells her about that she's dying and letting her know that she's weak and ready for a new leader of the hand to come in, just cut her up. And she does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know Alexandra's goals. I like I know I get Electra. She wants to protect the only positive thing in her life. And uh yeah. Alexandra tells her to kill the only positive thing in her life. I don't understand why Alexandra told her about her weakness. <laughs> to get her trust? Yeah, that's all I can think of. Like, it's it's the... She, uh, Alexandra really wants the black sky on her side. Mm-hmm. And maybe that was it. If, uh, if she... If Electra, the black sky, kind of starts thinking of themselves as maybe not equals, but like as partners in a sense, uh, then she'd be even more loyal specifically to Alexandra than anyone else in the hand. Yeah. That's fair. All right. Uh, do we have anything else for Electra? No, I don't know. Uh, yeah, nothing else for me. Mm-hmm. All right. I've got some stuff about Madame Gaff. Okay. More conjecture. Because she has some scenes in this. I like her. Uh, Man is my favorite of the hand. I mean, she doesn't have a stiff competition. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's my favorite. But I'm wondering how their resurrection works. <laughs> do they just come back the same age they were when they died? Like, does any of them never die of old age? That's my theory. That they no longer age. They just look the same that they did when... I, I guess when they were resurrected or something like that. Okay. So, so it's that... like vampire rules. When you become a vampire, you're always that same age. Okay. So like, so they must like move frequently. So people don't realize they haven't aged in 20 years. <laughs> they always yeah, seem I mean, to be had... in New York. <laughs> <laughs> they, they've, they've had the practice. Yeah. I mean, they, they've been around, right? Yeah, um, Madame Gao has probably just been in New York recently. Uh, the Hand, I mean, we, we know The Hand has been in New York since, uh, what is it, Jessica said she traced them back to the 1800s. And uh, what was his name? Suwande? Uh, Suwande. Yeah, he, he said, oh, that's all. Like, implying that they've been around even longer. Like, as an organization, as a company. The Hand. Yeah. Okay, because so. that makes me think, it's like, if, like... 
I'm trying to think, like, why is Gav so old? <laughs> like, <laughs> they don't, they never die of old age until, and then they just die of being murdered and they get resurrected. Or cancer, I, apparently. Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, if they could actually resurrect themselves, uh, then the cancer wouldn't matter. But it matters now. <laughs> yeah. Alright. I mean, I just like Gao in this, um, kind of like how she try. she seems like she's being honest with Alexandra, um, hey, I'm on your side. She really, she's really playing Alexandra, or trying to play Alexandra the same way she's play. she played Kingpin in season one of Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that's her style, right? She's, mm-hmm. um, you know, be as friendly as possible, um, and then when you're ready or if you need to do a double cross, then you do it. Yeah. So do you think she's feeling good about uh, Electra taking out Alexandra? (laughs) I would go with no, because Electra is, isn't a known force, right? Alexandra, she, she's known her for hundreds of years. Mm -hmm. You at least know how she works. And the fact that she's, for the most part, has always been successful, uh, right? As far as what we've been told, that she's always won. Electra, nope, she's new. She just killed this other person who you can't bring back. So yeah. I, I don't think she's that happy. Well, then we're obviously going to see the next episode start with the three main fingers of the hand trying to kill Electra immediately because she's a wild card that might get them all murderized. Right? I don't know about that for sure. Maybe I, they'll I feel like, like that's a logical thing play. to do. <laughs> I mean, if they really wanted to get rid of her, yeah, probably that would be cool to see them all just get killed right there, and then it's just Electra in charge. Yeah, well, we'll see what uh, happens. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> all right. Um, all anything right. else for any villains? Uh, no, nothing else. All right. I'll let you know this now. I have nothing for guy in the chair or twelve percent of the plan. <laughs> yeah same here i mean the only guy in the chair type of character would have been stick but we already talked about him enough yep so cool i guess in that case we'll go ahead and rate this episode i know my value anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter earth just lost your best defender so we're here to fight strongest avenger access denied strongest avenger access denied damn you stock banner Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, uh, what? Tony, how many sighs do you rate this episode? <sighs> I mean, there's one. Um, um, I actually like this episode a little more. I mean, I don't love it. I'll, I'll give it a 3.5. Okay, I mm. am giving it the exact same score. 3.5, okay. I liked it more than last week's. Um, some more stuff was happening here. Not as much, but like stuff happened. Uh, yay. That's yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Cool. Oh, all right. (laughs) Well, everybody join us next time as we cover defenders season one, episode seven fish in the jailhouse, which I think I'm going to have to stretch to figure out what that means. Remember to follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore rewind and give us that five star rating. And this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Defenders Season 1, Episode 6, Ashes, Ashes, signing off. Have a marvelous day.